Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of NCP. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Joe. And I'm the other co-host, Justin. Today, we're going to be talking about social media. How we came across social media for the first time and what our thoughts on social media and how kind of impacts our future and um, yeah so to talk about that topic we have Amanda Kang please introduce yourself hi I'm Amanda I'm 17 I'm a senior at PUBJFK and I'm really excited to be here today all right and like we've um, gone over for recent guests we also go over your MBTI so if you want to introduce that for the viewers yeah, sure. So it's ISTJ-T. It says I'm a logistician. Like before, we also go over some strengths and weaknesses to see if they kind of agrees with these strengths and weaknesses. So um, one strength that I see is calm and practical. Is that something that you kind of agree with or... Oh, definitely. I feel like out of all my friends, I'm the most calm and practical, and I think efficient, too. Uh-huh. And one weakness that um, you may or may not agree with is that you're always by the book. Oh, I am. I, I definitely agree with that, actually, because I really like to follow the rules, and mm. I try not to stray from them. I just prefer like structure and order in my life. This is kind of an off-topic question, but do you have any siblings? I do. I have one younger brother, and his name is Nicholas. Because like a lot of these traits that I'm seeing, I would associate with being like a firstborn child, like sticking to the rules and like dutiful, responsible things like that. Mm. Oh, that's so cool! Because it definitely matches with my personality and my um, family role. I know that um, last episode or the previous two we kind of mixed up our mbti yeah i think it was the episode that i missed because i wasn't there and i remember listening back on it and hearing joe botch yeah, our i apologize type. i apologize just, just to correct on it it i think he said infp because yeah know, it is isfp hyphen a just to uh, correct that. And for each guest, we like to do a certain segment of where we just talk about how uh, we met each other. And for me, I think, uh, I'm sorry if this isn't the like first time, but uh, my memory uh, has it, like, I think it was probably research, right? During yeah. high school, I think. I think, like... I first met you in eighth grade social studies with Mr. Pillock, but we didn't really talk. I think in research is when we got a little bit closer. Yeah. Eighth grade, I don't remember anything about eighth grade in <laughs> general. So that's probably, yeah, your memory is probably a lot better than mine. But yeah, it was during research, I think, where mm-hmm. with Mr. Edelberg. Edelberg, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that year was something else. <laughs> but yeah, it was during research. And- I don't know if you continue with research, but I, I I quit after that year. Oh, good for you. I continued. It's uh, it's a bit of a struggle. 
it is. I remember a research with Justin that I really wasn't it. <laughs> I think that might have been the reason why I stopped stopped research. Yeah, I don't really know why. Stopped. I don't know why I did it again sophomore year. I should have learned after freshman year that it is not for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept going with it. They thought it was like the the cool nerdy thing to do to put on your college apps. Um, but it's it's mm. kind of painful to be honest. Yeah, How did COVID not. affect uh, like research opportunities? Oh, um, it was pretty bad, actually. Like, I know a lot of juniors going into senior year often sign up to do labs in the summer. And mm-hmm. a lot of people got turned away and they couldn't pursue their ideal projects because of that. So that was pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in my research class now, a lot of people are doing survey research because mm-hmm. there's no human contact or anything like that. I think um, if I was in research, like if I were to continue, I think that would be a good part because I remember um, we went to this sort of fair where we had to like present our um, project and I was in a group with Justin and Joanna and I just remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. We were were, like standing for like five hours and then when it came (laughs) To the judge like we just got like destroyed <laughs> <laughs> bad experience yeah oh, the judge destroyed us uh, roasted every like part of our project board oh, that's so sad it really um chips at your ego i think yeah i didn't have i, I thought we were fine <laughs> i thought we were fine just got but... sent back to reality real quick <laughs> yeah with that's research so... i had like no expectations so it was whatever <laughs> Um, going back to um, how we met Amanda, I think um, it must have been a long time ago. I I think I remember. Um, we were in the same fourth grade class, Miss. Right? Kasana. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. like where we first met, I think. Yeah, I. To be honest, I completely forgot my like first impressions. I think it was more like. Um, Oh, you're another Asian. So like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. My my more recent memories of our friendship are from Science Olympiads because I feel like right. that's when we started to get closer. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you had the Boomilever activity, and I wasn't mm. a part of it, but I like I I just wanted to glue stuff together to be honest, so I joined you. Yeah. And then we have like this like running joke, like where I don't know who made that term up, but um. We refer to ourselves as the glue buddies, and then <laughs> the glue buddies. <laughs> that kind of like stuck. I have no clue why, but yeah. And the so bus buddies, because we'd always right. try to find the eleventh period bus together. Right, right. Gave me a heart attack every day. Oh, that that was a very very um unique year. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really know. From my understanding, the only memory of interaction was like eighth grade algebra that's like my only memory i have but if you want to correct me on that i'm not sure oh i actually forgot we had algebra together i was thinking again social studies because we were all in the same class with joe too um i remember like we sat one desk apart from each other and then like luke was in between us and when he wasn't there we'd always put our stuff on the desk that is some sharp memory. I, I don't I'm like an that. elephant. It's so weird. Like, I just have these random memories that come back at times. I do remember having Pillock for two years straight. 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe not straight. I remember Pillock for seventh grade and then Schumacher eighth grade. Didn't you? Wasn't like Pillock out for like one year? Oh, he was out in the beginning because I think he was having knee surgery. So we had Miss Bernardo or something. She was blonde. And then he came back oh. for the end of our year. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you remember that? I just I remember. Know. I remember Schumacher was like a student teacher under Pillock mm-hmm. for a bit. Mm-hmm. The year after he became a teacher. Mm. The most memorable social studies teacher in middle school was probably Mr. Gordon. <laughs> I did not I, have him. <laughs> I still don't know why it's allowed for you to have your own children as your student. Probably, like, it doesn't matter as much in middle school. Like, in high school, sure. I understand. But middle school, like, like no, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> but, yeah, probably one of the most... I want to say I fun, think. but chill classes I've ever had. I yeah. heard it's different. Yeah. We had a day of just like eating Jolly Ranchers, I think. What? <laughs> In seventh grade? Yeah. What? That's like elementary type stuff. What? Crazy. He'd bring munchkins all the time and then throw them at people with his bare hands. Yeah, and then what? like every single day, you do like fifteen minutes of doing attendance, of asking them <laughs> how our day was. Ah, uh, it's cool though. <laughs> okay, so I'm not sure if you've seen our past episodes, but we like to do a TMI segment where each of us mentions one like fun fact, kind of for our day or like re- of recent. And I guess I can just start off. Last night was the first time in many months that I put on my Invisalign. So Justin, yeah. Uh, my mom. It's one of the things that like my mom keeps telling me to do, but after not doing it for so long, she just doesn't care anymore. But my teeth felt like a little too off last night. <laughs> So I put oh, it no. on. I put it on, and then this, this, like, when you don't wear it for a while, I mean, you put it on overnight, like, your teeth feel like they're all wiggling. So it's hard for what? me to chew. Oh. After it hurts a little bit, yeah. Yeah. How long have you had it? No. Uh, I've done Invisalign for at least like three, four years, but then maybe like sophomore year i was allowed to only wear it at night and then from there i got incredibly lazy where <laughs> did you have braces before no i did only invisalign oh wow i used to have like triangular buck teeth so triangular like it, buck like it made a triangle with the space you know what i mean <laughs> oh, oh. i'm trying to imagine that eye <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it like Wait. just like angled off from like oh, oh, oh. like a tent, like a tent. I guess it wasn't very noticeable then, if none of us remember it. Yeah, it was noticeable to me. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. so, like right now, you're still, um, you still have your treatment. Like these are real trays, not a retainer, right? Yeah, not a retainer. But I'm, I have to swap like every like six months now, and I get go to the orthodontist like maybe twice a year at most. 
So I just start wearing them a week in advance. <laughs> oh, by not wearing them, you have to wear them like longer, or your teeth are. At this stay point, soft. like I'm really lazy, so I don't care, <laughs> bro. That's more money. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think my teeth are terrible. Like I could live with my teeth right now. Um, I'll go into my TMI. Um, I actually have two, but I think very. Very TMI, but um, yesterday I went to the mall and I was in the search for a fanny pack. So <laughs> why? Okay. So exactly my my point. There's like this stigma around fanny packs that like, oh, it's like, why would you get that? Like, oh, you can I just think wear incredibly backpack. useful. Uh, right. Okay. Okay then. <laughs> All right. Then what's with the reaction? Okay. No, just picturing you with a fanny pack. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I'll take the that. name is also funny because it it means like it's a, a bad name. Yeah. But um, like I run into like this problem where whenever I want to go somewhere, my pockets they're like like when I want to carry a lot of stuff, it looks weird, right? Because like yeah, it's like Something's like it's it's huge, like sticking like, out of your pocket. Yeah, and that just looks weird. And like with carrying a backpack, it's like you don't need all that space to carry mm-hmm. maybe like a couple things. So yeah, any packs. I've had it. I've had it for like a day. And you just wear it inside your house. No, <laughs> no, no. When I wear it outside. Well, he's definitely putting it on in his house, checking himself out in front of the mirror. He got Maybe so quiet. One day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Dude, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Jumbok would rock a fanny pack with his yeah. mop hair. His <laughs> mop hair? He doesn't yeah. have that anymore. If, if that made a comeback, that was a fanny pack. Crazy. They are super useful for like water parks and amusement. Parks, I'd say. And then one more thing. Um, so I eat ice cream out of the like tub, mm-hmm. right? And then this is more of a life hack for um people listening. But there's always a problem when the ice cream gets really hard, and when you try to use a spoon, like you're like basically getting like maybe a scrape off, and then yeah. you really can't eat it. So, you can actually use a fork, and wow, you can get like some solid scoops from that. So yeah, if you guys are running into that problem, just just grab a fork. That, that actually kind of makes sense, cause spoon yeah. it's like one solid. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it makes sense. It's huge. In my mind. <laughs> it's huge. I I've never tried it. A fork. I guess I'll go on to my TMI. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, I just had a smoothie. Like my mom made a smoothie for breakfast. Okay, it was really good. And came home after church, and I was so hungry. And I asked for another smoothie. <laughs> and then, so uh, besides like a few kimbap or how how would I say that in English rolls? Sushi. Yeah, but, I mean, fish. some people yeah. say sushi, but yeah. Technically, is not yeah. sushi? But yeah, uh, yeah, they get the idea. So yeah. that was like the only thing I like ate for the day, and 
later in the day my stomach feels horrible (laughs) (laughs) i'm wondering why and then i was like maybe because you drank like two like freaking smoothies what was in the smoothie it's just okay the morning it was just strawberry frozen strawberry uh blueberries and milk Uh (laughs) then after second time around i decided to add like the rainbow sorbet ice cream. What? No. Uh, that's just laxative. <laughs> and oh, milk and yeah. So had to take a nap. Or... <laughs> You're a baby. Wait, what? You just nap away the pain? How does that work? I mean, I I couldn't do anything because it hurt. Could so... use the bathroom. No, it wasn't that type of pain. <laughs> so I slept <laughs> through dinner. And uh, a life hack for me is whenever I'm hungry and like there's nothing to eat, you just eat rice, eggs, and ketchup, <laughs> and you mix them together. Okay. <laughs> that has nothing to do with ice cream. I mean, with smoothies. I'm but, just going okay. through my day. Just going through my day. My my, okay. my life hack for when you're hungry is literally just sleep. I don't know for me. When I sleep and I get up, right? No, let's say I'm hungry and I just go to sleep. I wake up and I feel like my hunger, like, reset. I don't know how to explain. So, if I'm, like, really hungry and it's, but it's, like, like really late at night, I'll just go to sleep. And I'll wake up the next morning and I'll, like, still skip breakfast because I'm, it's, like, my hunger reset. Oh, I know what you mean. That's just not, that's not a hack. That's just starving yourself. (laughs) No, it's a hack. It's a like, what are you hacking? (laughs) Diet hack? Hunger? Skinny legend. Yeah. I think, I think it's important for you to eat. Not like, but also I'm a believer that eating really late is not good for your health. Me too. Yeah. But I I think not eating at all is like also bad. Yeah, you should try egg, uh, rice, and ketchup mixing <laughs> together. Bro, no one's gonna do that. College hack, I'm telling you. Well, how do you do your eggs, though? It's just like uh, a mix of like scrambled and like sunny side up, I guess. Oh, I like scramble. And I then you like just mix everything up. together. It's good. Oh, stuff and like the ketchup and the rice. Yeah. That's kind of like fried rice, but like yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> ghetto version, oak version, yeah. What about you, Amanda? Do you have a TMI? Um, yeah. So mine's not recent. Like it didn't happen yesterday, but a couple months ago, I got a helix piercing in my ear. It's like on the top where the cartilage is, and I've been obsessed with it lately. So that's my TMI. What? Is that the one where it pierces twice in your ear? Um, no, I don't. I have doubles too, like lower on my ear, but the cartilage, oh. like the helix, was just one. What is a helix earring? You know, like, um, how the bottom part of your ear is squishy, the lobe? Yeah. And then the top part's cartilage and it's not as squishy. Huh? The helix goes on the, on the top part in the cartilage. Oh. So is it just a regular piercing? there and it's just called the helix yeah they have different names for them i don't know why sounds painful i could not Did it hurt more than your ear when you got it on your earlobe oh a little bit yeah because for the earlobe i got it at like 
the sketchy stand at the mall and they used a gun to pierce it. So it was really, and then for the, for the um, helix, I actually had to go to a tattoo parlor, like where they do piercings and stuff because they don't do this at the mall. Um, Mm. And they used a needle. So it was slower and it hurt a little bit more, but it wasn't too bad. (sighs) But this is why I'm, I'm like, I'm glad you're not allowed to get piercings like by yourself until you're 18. Cause I'd, I'd have so many regrets if I didn't need my parents to mm. sign off on it. Well, let's get into uh, social media. So this is, well, we have a starting question, but it's more for Amanda to start off. Okay. What was your first social media app? The first one that I remember is Instagram. Um, I think I got it in like fifth grade just because everyone around me was getting it and I was having mm. FOMO. Um, and I mm. think the first picture I posted was of my dog, Buddy. What about um, the other co-host? I'm not entirely sure. This might be a little foggy memory, but I believe my first one was Snapchat mm. and maybe seventh grade. <clears throat> I think I was the same. Snapchat and around that, like, grade. When did you guys get your first smartphones? Seventh, I think. Big difference between... I got seventh, too. My sister got her straight into middle school. I think I had, like, the small um, iPhone 3. Like, you, like, couldn't call on it. It was just for games. I think it was, like, sixth grade. Something like that. Oh, I had my first smartphone in sixth grade, too. Like, in fifth grade, my parents gave me um, the Pantech, which is, like, a BlackBerry, not a smartphone. And then in oh. sixth grade, I got a real phone. That was, like, same with me. So I got mine in seventh. I had a flip phone going into fifth grade, I think. And then I broke it. <laughs> and I had to get another, Pro. like, a really, really cheap flip phone and then use that one until seventh grade yeah i remember like people in middle school they all had iphones or or something like that yeah that's when everyone was starting to get them i feel like yeah yeah and nowadays it's, it's more like prevalent you get now. in elementary yeah yeah and kids in korea get in like elementary in elementary school i thought i was cool when i brought my ds to childcare, even though i wasn't oh allowed to. <laughs> DS. <laughs> actually i think my oh. first like social media app was like facebook like when i'm trying facebook? to play games that require facebook oh right facebook gaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you get like something free off it or something yeah, yeah, yeah. going over to like a friend's house and we would just play facebook games <laughs> facebook games what are facebook games like the, the, i don't know if they have it anymore but like they have their own kind of like cool math kind of thing but on facebook uh, i think the first social media app was also snap but i just remember like like taking pictures of my cousins and then like adding like um like doodling on their face and something like that <laughs> i remember yeah, i thought I was... that was like the coolest thing ever uh, i always did the what is it combine two faces feature with my friends <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> bro i was so sad when they got rid of that filter. <laughs> They might have they they have like every filter now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's crazy. I, I just don't use it anymore. Like it was my first Snap? one, but like yeah. 
I was just gonna say, I don't know if it's the same for guys, but I know a lot of people who have gotten decisions back from colleges, they join the Facebook groups for the college, and then you get everyone's Snapchats, and that's when you start talking and finding a roommate. So it's still, I know it's very popular among girls, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure, yeah, I think most people do that, but I, um, I didn't commit to a college yet, so finding a roommate is kind of like no point right now oh me neither there's there's strategy to it though um i haven't done it yet because i'm i don't know i don't like reaching out to people (laughs) but my friends have done it and they like they lead people on and then once they commit to a college they just drop the other people from other colleges so you basically tell them like oh yeah i'm probably gonna admit here and then you want to be roommates if i do yeah I don't have one if they do commit somewhere else. Complete ghost them. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of smart, but morally. It's also very, like, mean. Like, what? Out of the blue, like, you're just left with no roommates. If you don't have one, you have to do randomize, right? Yeah, probably. I know some schools don't even let you request for first year. I think some have, like, singles, too. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I prefer roommate yeah i'm not sure about this but i'm pretty sure that you your like costs of living go up if you're single oh i didn't know that i could be wrong don't take my word for it (laughs) so i'll just take that out if it's completely wrong yeah look it up later i think when it came to snapchat though i remember um like keeping streaks was like um like if i lost that i i were like no longer friends or something like that <laughs> but it would just be like uh you just like just didn't do it within the how many hours it like expires or something. i think it's 24 hours yeah um is the window yeah and then re- reaching like 100 was like dang like yeah. you guys are like tight you guys <laughs> <laughs> you guys like know what's up and then you no. post a shout out on your story like 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have a lot of screenshots in my really? camera roll. Because everyone did that, so I, I would do it too. But looking back, it when was guys... so weird and pointless. Yeah, it's cringe. And then when you guys send snaps or streaks, like, remember, like, so many people came up with like, different, like, variations. Like, um, people would draw, like, an S or like people would type out streaks or people would just like just I don't know like send pics of like random things. I remember when I first got on the app, I was like, "What the what does streaks mean?" Yeah, right. SNR. Oh, it was SNR. What was that? I have no- I was like SNR. What does SNR mean? But I just typed it anyway. <laughs> what does I streaks still don't and know. recents, right? But it's streaks cool, it's streaks. Yeah, it's, it's cool for the younger. What does recent mean? Like, what? <laughs> like, your recent, like, post or whatever. Snapchat has, like, on the top section of the names of your friends, it's, like, the recents, the people you snap most recently. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, like, streaks and recents. I feel like a boomer. Was that always there, though? <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't oh. remember. I know it's there now. Yeah. There were a lot of trends on Snapchat. But that, that's kind of off topic. <laughs> like what? Like, uh, brief, brief, very briefly, people would used to 
um, put like a screenshot of like different questions of like one, two, three, four, and like snap back like numbers oh. or like yeah, and then or like true. What was it called? Where like you send an emoji or whatever, and then they'll post that emoji with like what they think about a you. person. What was so that like it would be like send an emoji for a TBH or something like oh, that. Oh, TBH, TBH. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so cringe now that I think of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know. I have no clue why that was a thing. I remember like. Uh, I I didn't really care that much about like streaks, but then like when it came to my friend, I used to like kind of troll them, saying, "Oh, uh, I'll block you if <laughs> if you don't do something," and they'll be like, "No, please don't." For keeping a streak? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds so out of character for you. You might be thinking cool. of the same person, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it was Justin. No, yeah. no. But yeah, and then I would kind of get what I wanted. (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) What? Uh, And then I think along the lines, I switched over to Instagram because, yeah, like Amanda said, like everyone was getting it. It does feel like we're kind of getting off topic, though. I think to put us a little bit more on track. General question, I guess. What are like the pros and cons of social media for, let's say, like people our age? Well, I think Amanda mentioned like a good, good point about like, uh, connecting with like possible roommates and just people in general. I guess like when you're taking the next step to college, like how else are you supposed to like connect before you get there? Because I know it probably helps a lot to have already like people you kind of know before you try to get to know everyone once you get there. And given that it's like COVID and then like traveling is not that safe, I think social media is like the only way to actually get yourself out there and try to meet new people. Oh, I definitely agree. I think with that, there also comes a disadvantage because when you're communicating with someone through social media, you obviously only see a part of their life. And then behind the scenes, they could be someone completely different. Like Mm. um, my friend who committed to Binghamton was looking for a roommate and she found this Mm. girl that she really liked and they were hitting it off. They had a lot of similarities. And then in the Binghamton group chat, this roommate, um, there was a picture of the roommate that came out and she was like a hardcore Trumpy and a racist. And my friend decided, no way am I rooming with her. Hey, people just flat out like expose people in those group chats. Oh yeah, there's a lot goes Jeez. down in those group chats. Oh, I think what? Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> Is that like um? Because I know um, for one of the colleges, like they make the group chats and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're like no moderators or anything. Yeah. On the Facebook ones, I think there are moderators because I know you have to follow the humans of university to get in Mm. but then the kids who get into the facebook group chat create snapchat group chats and that one has the moderators that is a downside of social media a lot of like behind the back like talking and then like yeah for me i can't think of any like positives off the top of my head apart from like 
facilitating like, communication, especially like when everyone's at home. But well, other than that, look in like the general like perspective of like, uh, it's a way to keep your like memories and like mm. take lots of pictures and then just uh, with your friends and on like apps like Instagram have them so that you can always look back on it. I guess. I guess that's true. And then I know um, some people um, that are actually like kind of our age, they also like use like, let's say Instagram to like kind of like promote um, like small businesses that they might have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good time to shout out our small Instagram page. <laughs> the- oh, yeah. It's a Go very it, just humble beginnings, very small following, but it's NCP underscore podcast. Yeah, we just post um whenever we release episodes and stuff like that. And if you guys have any questions, you guys can let us know. But like you were saying, Matt, I guess in a general perspective, a uh, really good pro would be for businesses. Because mm-hmm. everything is shifting more online. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure everyone can tell that by now. So, especially for businesses, being having a strong online like presence, like especially with their brand reputation and things like that, mm-hmm. become really important. I also wanted to ask uh, Amanda about this. Uh, I don't know how it differs between males and females, but then like. Having this, I guess, social media personality that is separate from your uh, real life personality, like how it affects you, and then like, is what you do on social media like actually you? And if there's any like experiences where you had to face like, I guess, pressures of doing anything, like trying to fit like a certain image, I guess, on social media. Ooh, that's a deep question. Um, I think you're right. Like, there's definitely for me a different personality in real life and on social media. But I don't think it's what most people would expect. Like, in real life, I feel like I'm very blunt, and my friends tell me I'm angry all the time and mean. (laughs) And then um, over text or like on social media, I. I use like a lot of exclamation points and I seem like I'm nice and excited about everything. So they're mm-hmm. different. Um, but I've never really felt pressure from it. I think because I've never relied on social media very heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, I only go on, I don't go on very often. And if I do, it's just to check up on the world around me. Yeah, yeah, I guess that, that's another pro. Yeah, too. that's another like, pro. Like news. Cause I know that, that also comes in with, another con yeah so much fake news mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know about you guys but definitely for me there is a very heavy weighing towards the negative side for social media versus positives mm-hmm. yeah i think that's um understandable but i think it's like bound to happen where like the world is more digitized and it's just some of the obstacles that 
will in- inevitably have to like face even like um in person it's like you can always fake your personality i know it's obviously harder to kind of make up like your own persona when you're talking to other people but there's definitely times when like even when it comes to in person there's you're not gonna know like everything about that person um but i guess social media is something that makes it easier for people to um like hide like certain parts of their lives that's interesting though because i feel like there's a parallel between having a different personality online versus in person but also um having multiple personalities in real life like i bet the person that you are with your family is different from the person that you are um with your friends or at school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i yeah. feel like it's pretty similar in that way i think we yeah. talked about that with ben the last episode about different personas versus mm-hmm. like uh, different personas based on your surroundings but at least in my opinion i would say there is more room for extremity on the internet versus in person. Yeah. That is true. Because, like, you never know. <laughs> like, if you could, you could be pretending to be a young girl on the internet meeting a nice guy, but what if you're just, like, a fat uncle in a basement? Like, you never know. Fat uncle? <laughs> yeah. An uncle? You always... Okay. <laughs> No, but that is a good point. Yeah. True. And I guess going back to Justin's question, I think even on like a smaller side, like I'm pretty sure most people go through this, but when you want to post something and you're like taking pictures, you obviously want to choose, you know, which one looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, kind of have this like idea in the back of your head like oh like uh, people are gonna like this photo more than maybe a more blurred out picture and it's like you're choosing what you want to be um, shown to other people yeah I, I, I think no one can deny that if you are to post something you'd want to choose what makes you look the best and now that I think of it, I think it's also not a bad way of it's not a it's not com- a completely a con to like portray the a side of yourself, especially when it comes to like colleges who definitely um might have like access to your social media and um I guess in that way um especially when you're like maybe applying to uh, certain colleges, you definitely want to um, put out your like best self. So, yeah, I'll, on the topic of colleges, there are, like two points I just want to make. Uh, the person you apply as, like you're showing to colleges, like it's similar to social media because you're trying to show your best self. Mm. And I would say uh, I did that a lot. <laughs> You have, I think to, most you have people to, do. yeah, you have to you have invest. to do that. <laughs> Sometimes you need to stretch things here and there. They don't need to know that you don't wear your Invisalign every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that same topic of colleges, I actually wrote a supplement 
on like social media. I think mm-hmm. it was for you, Mish. <clears throat> and I think the sub question was like, what is a problem in your community or something like that? And uh, this is like going really off topic and like a lot of points I need to make, but I'll try to make it short. I was watching an Elliot Choi video and in that video he was talking about social media and mm. something called instant gratification. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's it's literally what it says. It's like being satisfied immediately with with social media, that's kind of what they train us to be is to like shrink attention span and from like 15 mm-hmm. second clips that people are like watching on tiktok uh, everyone's attention spans going down like productivity is yeah. going down and that's what i chose to write about for this mm-hmm. uh, supplement oh that's clever and then that goes into another thing the final point i wanted to make is there's a netflix documentary that I watched that I have mentioned to Joe and Matt before. Obsessed with not not obsessed, but I really think it's a strong advocate. Strong advocate. Yeah. Strong I, advocate. I am, uh, yeah. It's titled The Social Dilemma. And it's basically just about everything I was just saying and how these social media companies are like monopolizing how entertainment is. And like basically, they get to choose what we see. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, there's a lot of like algorithms. It's scary, like personalized ads now. It's like I yeah, I think I think it's crazy that other people can choose what we see. Like, I think that's too much power. <laughs> I definitely agree, but sometimes I think the personalized ads are cool because. Yeah. I see um, like clothing items or jewelry that I that are my style that I'd normally like to buy, and it's interesting mm. to see them come up on my feed. It just makes things more convenient. Mm. The way I approach those ads is kind of unique because I see personalized ads and I'm like, oh, they're doing this. They're the people that are making these ads are investing money to make those ads to entice me to buy their product so as a consumer i don't want to fall for that (laughs) because i don't want other people to make money so in my mind and i see that uh, i don't get tempted not even if you see a good deal If it's a really good deal, maybe, but... <laughs> it's a really I, good deal. Then you I gotta try... thank those personalized ads. <laughs> I try to uh, maximize... It sounds really bad for me, but I try to maximize my gain <laughs> over other companies' gains. Yeah, but that, that mindset does not transfer to relationships. <laughs> Trust me. I am not. I'm not selfish. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does Herman always say in Gov? Like maximizing the payoff. I don't know. You split the work and then you maximize something. Gov. Yeah. He used I'm not completely that. honest with you. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I've paid a, a single minute of attention in my class. Are you Are you homeschooled too? Are you remote? Yeah, I'm virtual. <laughs> Do you watch the castifies when they come out? 
Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Guy. I don't know, man. Herman makes it so easy for virtual students to do <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so I just say thank you and do nothing. You should say thank you? Thank you for a while. In my head, for making it easy. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared for the AP, though. I don't know how that's going to work. That is a... Uh, it's in June, though, right? Somewhere in June, somewhere in May. So that's a May problem. It's still April. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a problem at all, for me at least, because I don't plan on doing well on my APs. Oh, does your, your college doesn't take the credits, right? Yeah, my my AP credits are like so little that I basically don't have to study for any APs. <laughs> that's I a guess nice it, I guess it helps have. now, yeah. But having to retake everything anyways kind of right. sucks. Mm. I think like this, like we went pretty off topic. So to steer us back into like the topic of social media and like we were talking about how like as the years go on, like kids get younger, like younger kids end up having their first smartphones and social media apps. So like, I guess what would be like your biggest, like, I guess tip say to like your sibling starting off, like in the world of social media, I guess. My, my mom would tell me this all the time. Whenever I wanted something that other kids would have, she would tell me that I'm not the same as everybody else. And as annoying as that was, that is, I guess that's kind of what I would say too. Um, not to follow the crowd. And I would probably subtly emphasize the negativeness of it. But I guess that's kind of hard to do because when you want something, you're only focused on like the good parts about it, like why you want it. Mm. I think, yeah, like what when we went over the pros, it's more um, directed towards like older groups of people where they like maybe college where they want to try to like sell their sell themselves or when it comes to businesses. So I would say that. There's no reason for you to get social media, maybe until like high school, because like, I guess when you're in middle school, not many responsibilities that you have, and it's more like uh, you just want to have fun. I think I'd rather emphasize um, like in-person interaction rather than that of social media. Then what would you say is like one of the biggest dangers? of social media right now because that whatever you post is there forever and then it could come back to haunt you later in your life that is Mm. true you might not think it might apply to you but you like everyone's seen like stories of how someone gets caught with something that they did a long time ago and Mm. they have to pay the price for it and it follows you to the workforce too yes Oh, we learned about that last year. And I think especially for kids who are more naive, um, it's it can be dangerous because they can post things that they'll really regret in the future. Mm-hmm. I think um, also 
social media is like a convenient way for people to, I guess, connect socially. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, let's say you meet someone online and then in person, they turn out to be like a completely different person. Whether it be like they can't or they lose the skill of socially interacting with them in person. I think that's a potential danger in the future if kids are exposed to social media earlier. They kind of I, lose that like in person. I would agree with that. And I I already feel that kind of impact. I feel like I can more comfortably communicate like through text or online. Yeah. Versus in person. In some cases. But for me, I would say my biggest fear or what I think is the uh, biggest con of social media is how badly it's affecting our um, self-discipline, and our time management, and things like that. And mm. the fact that social media companies, they don't care about how social media is going to impact us. They only care about if they're making money. Because it's a business too. Yeah, because they're a business. That's They're focused on making profit. And there's yeah. so many of these negative side effects, especially what I said with self-discipline and time management. Mm-hmm. Like I already see that with like my sister, and I'm sure it's the same with a lot of other younger kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this... Yeah, this pattern, this trend, it is looking so bad for our future. Yeah. To add on, like you said, time management, self-discipline, but even like health too. Like Yeah, yeah. Even like small things like sleep. So like what what time you sleep? Like uh for me, I know like it's countless times where I just sit on my bed getting ready to sleep and I'm just like just watch one YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> that just branches off to two, three, four, and then mm. it's an hour later already. And yeah. That could have been an hour of sleep. And then even like mental health, right? Like, mm. There's like so much like social media, like there's so much pressure that social media um, has for yeah. some people and can be deteriorating for someone's mm. mental health. And can find that in like a lot of celebrities where there's just so much hate and toxicity that's going around online mm-hmm. and because i know it's a big problem in korea where because it's such a conservative country like if someone does like anything remotely um something new i guess out of the norm like you're gonna get hit by a ton of hate comments and then yeah there's been a lot of unfortunate events that have resulted because of that so it's a very online could be a very toxic place i guess to wrap up um this conversation um this is more of a question more so um if amanda wants to answer this first but if you were to go um, back to the past and prior to you being exposed to social media what would you do differently what would you tell your younger self when it comes to getting like Instagram, for example? Um, 
see for me i feel like it wasn't my my experience with social media wasn't too bad because again i never used it heavily like a lot of other people our age do and i i feel like i put a lot of distance between myself and whatever's happening on social media so i was okay i think the extent of my regret with social media is just the cringy snapchat trends like we were talking about <laughs> yeah pictures um but i guess in terms of advice i'd tell myself not to believe everything that you see on social media um because it can be toxic and like you guys said social media companies are trying to take advantage of their users so just put distance between yourself and what you see online i definitely agree to answer your question man um i wouldn't say much because in the end like everybody is hopping on that train anyways yeah so it's either you're going to be an outcast or you're not like it, it's hard to just consciously like not follow the crowd mm. per se but what i would tell myself as a piece of advice and what i would give as as advice to general whoever's listening is to think one more time meaning no matter how much thought you put into it what you're going to like post what you're going to comment or do online no matter how much you think you thought through it just think twice on top of that and even if you thought of it twice then think over it a third time cuz so many times you regret what you do and even though you think through it there's always going to be like some sort of regret on how you could have handled something or approached something and like we said before cuz everything's permanent on the internet what you do just being taking that extra precautionary measure is really important in my opinion for sure well to wrap up today's episode thank you amanda for joining the podcast today thank you for having me i had a great time of course and um the viewers uh join the discord in the um link below there has been um slight issues with joining the discord um but uh recently i fixed it so you guys should be able to join um there you can ask us questions or let us know if you guys have ideas for future podcast ideas and like i mentioned before we also have an instagram that you guys can follow ncp_podcast and there you can also ask us questions. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time.